you. This is Cruise Radio Rewind. Real reviews from real cruisers. Welcome to this weekend's episode of Cruise Radio Rewind. Richard Sims joins us to weigh in on a couple of news pieces that have happened since Thursday's episode of Cruise Radio. Hey, Richard. Hey, Doug. So a lot has happened since Thursday's episode of Cruise Radio. A couple things I want to touch on here. And the first one I want to touch on is people who had cruises on Norwegian Cruise Line that were booked. They had a little surprise when they looked at their loyalty account. I actually found this out by accident. Um, I had a Norwegian cruise booked. Uh, I was going to Bermuda out of New York, and the cruise got canceled. It was for the beginning of June. And I went into my account looking at a future cruise that I have booked, and I noticed that my my latitudes numbers seemed different. And I looked, and it turned out that uh, I got credit for the cruise that I didn't actually go on. The way Latitudes works with Norwegian is basically, there are exceptions, but basically you get one point for every day you're at sea. And I had gotten seven points for this seven-day cruise that was canceled. And uh, the more I started looking around about it, the more I saw most people seem to be getting this. I, I haven't really seen anybody that hasn't gotten it, but I don't want to say everybody because you never know. And, you know, there's nothing there's been nothing official said about this. It's not like they sent out a release saying, hey, you know, we're going to do this nice thing for you and let you have the points. I've talked to a few people who think that it's probably a glitch in the system that, you know, the system is so complicated that it it would be. It, it just automatically sort of gives you the points once you come back from that cruise. They don't have to do anything. It's just automatic. So it's probably just that the system is automatically doing it. Of course, that means that they could, if they you know, wanted to, they could go in, fix the glitch, and take away those points again. But honestly, I don't see them doing that because, A... It's it's a good thing. You know, it's not like one of those things where people are complaining about it. The people who are aware of it are really singing the praises of Norwegian and saying, oh, this is great. You're giving us points for the cruise we didn't get to go on. B, it would be sort of a pain in the butt to go into all of these accounts and take away those points. And C, is that really the kind of thing you want to do right now? There's so much, you know, sort of ill will when it comes to things like refunds and how long they're taking that it seems like it would be just smarter of them to just let it go and let people have these points. And this is a typical call center environment thing, right? I mean, looking at the social channels, you have people out there who have called NCL on this. Half the call center reps are saying they're going to revoke the points once the glitch gets fixed. And half the call center reps are saying, oh, no, you get to keep these points just because you didn't get the sale. Exactly. And, you know, that happens. We're seeing so much of that now. I'm sure that this is something that happened all along that, you know, if you called, whether it's Norwegian or Carnival or Royal, you call them about a particular issue and one person will tell you one thing and someone else will tell you another. I think that's probably always been true, but there's so much more attention focused on it now because there are so many more people calling and more people asking these questions. So, you know, I think they're doing their best to answer the questions, but it's there's a lot going on right now. Let's talk about refunds here. I, I will say this. And so it took me over 70 days to get my first refund from Carnival Cruise Line. Uh, finally got that settled and taken care of. And then a couple of weeks ago, they canceled their next batch of cruises. So I got that email that we all dread saying, hey, your August 1st cruise is canceled. 
do you want the onboard credit or do you want the refund? And I took the refund and it took them less than five days to credit my credit card, um, the money for that August 1st cruise. Very impressed since last time. I'm curious, have you been impacted at all? I have. But first, let me ask you a question. The first one that took 70 days, when, when was that originally scheduled for? That was for June 4th, the transatlantic from New York, Iceland, Greenland, and over to England. I wonder if the difference is, you know, that that we've seen them raising so much money and, you know, putting getting loans and and doing new stock issuances and things. And I wonder if it's that they have more money now and they're able to sort of process that faster. Could also just be that they've worked out. You know, we were just talking about kinks in the system. Maybe they've worked out some of the kinks in the system and they're able to process it a little faster either way. I, in both of my cruises, I had a Carnival cruise canceled. I was going to Alaska and I had a Norwegian cruise canceled, like I mentioned earlier. And in both cases, I took the future cruise credit because with Norwegian, they were giving me 125% future cruise credit and I couldn't pass that up. And with Carnival, while it was only 100% cruise credit, they also were giving $600 onboard credit. And again, I just, you know, that's free money and I know I'm going to be cruising again. In fact, I've already booked both with Norwegian and Carnival. So it just seemed like a no-brainer. I will say both of those happened incredibly quickly. One of them was automatic. The uh, Norwegian, I just, I went on my account and boom, like like a few days after the cruise had been canceled, the uh, the future cruise credits had already been applied. With Carnival, I waited a little bit because I wasn't sure whether I was going to take, you know, what I was going to do. I was traveling with my sister and we wanted to compare notes and decide what we were going to do. She ended up taking the cash. She ended up going with a refund and it took her probably about six weeks to get the refund. I went with the future cruise credit and it was almost immediate. Now, to be fair, I actually called, I used a, a personal cruise consultant with Carnival, and I called my personal cruise consultant and said, you know, listen, I think I'm going to do this. She was incredible. She walked me through it, and she actually, while I was on the phone with her, processed the whole thing. And I had paid via a bunch of different ways. Some of it I had paid with gift cards. Some of it I had paid via um, my credit card. And she went through combined it all into one payment and put it all back on my credit card, which was really kind of awesome. So it may have been so much easier because I did deal with a um, personal cruise consultant. And if there's one thing I've heard people saying over and over again, it's that the people who used, whether it's a personal cruise consultant who works for the cruise line or a travel agent who's independent but works with the cruise line on your behalf, that a lot of people have been really grateful that they booked that way because they don't have to deal with it. You know, they can just call their travel agent and be like, listen, I want a refund. Can you deal with it? And the travel agent takes care of it for them. I want to take just a couple of more minutes of your time here and talk about the buffet situation. Uh, I know Royal Caribbean, at first they came out and said, we're not going to have one. Then they walked it back and said, we are. And then it was kind of back and forth for a little while. What is the latest? Because it sounds like we have something official now. I have to say this story makes me a little bit snarky. It brings out my snark. Um, what happened was that originally the uh, Michael Bailey during a coffee talk, which is the weekly web seminar that they have with their travel advisors, said flat out, there will not be a buffet. In fact, I think we have the sound clip. There will not be a buffet in the beginning. That's how I see it. It depends again upon the timing. So as you heard, he said in no uncertain terms, there would not be a buffet, at least at first. 
Then a week later, at the same exact event, the weekly coffee talk that they have with their travel agents, Richard Fain came on. He's another executive with Royal Caribbean, and he basically accused the media of misleading people by saying there wouldn't be a buffet, when in reality, what we did, and not just us, but other media sources, we actually quoted Michael Bailey saying there wouldn't be a buffet, but they they sort of made it sound as if we were making that up. He then went on to say that there would be a buffet, but it would be, you know, sort of nebulous as to what it was. This time around, we got at yet another coffee talk. This has been a real source of um, information for buffets. At the latest, during the latest coffee talk, uh, the head of the food and beverage department for Royal Caribbean gave us sort of the closest thing to a definitive statement we've had so far. He said, yes, there will be a buffet. We don't know exactly what form it will take yet. It's probably going to be that you will not serve yourself. That seems pretty obvious that no cruise line is going to let you serve yourself right now. But they're still working on a couple of concepts. And he ran through several of the concepts, um, some of which are exactly what we've talked about before, where the crew serves you, some of which are the possibility of being seated at a table and you're served. Uh, There was even talk, and I didn't really fully understand it, to be quite honest, about um, sort of like finger mitts that you could use to get the hot foods, and then they would sanitize and reuse those. I wasn't really 100% understanding the concept he was talking about there. But at the end of the day, he said, yes, the Windjammer will still exist. It will still be a buffet. It's just sort of a work in progress as to what that buffet will look like. So what do you think of Stephanie's comments? She says, I wonder if you could have food in closed containers so they won't be open food and a person handing out the container can just give it to you and walk on. You know, that's an interesting concept. I mean, it sort of reminds me of when you used to go to McDonald's and they had those styrofoam coffins that your burgers or whatever were in. Uh, And not coincidentally, um, earlier this week, we saw some guidance from the European Union. There's an organization over there that's sort of helping their cruise ships figure out what protocols they might put in place. And that was one of the suggestions they made, that there be prepackaged food and that it's sort of distributed to you. Now, I'll admit, I'm not a fan of that idea. I don't think a lot of people would be. I kind of want to see what I'm ordering. I don't want a prepackaged. That just, I don't know, that just feels sort of, you know, automat in the 1960s to me. I, I would rather see them do a more traditional buffet where someone is serving me. Or, you know, frankly, I'm a big fan of sit-down restaurants. So if they decided to to morph buffets into yet another uh, venue where you sit down and someone serves you, I'm on vacation. Feel free to serve me, please. Well, as we say in the biz, we'll have to stay tuned. Staff writer Richard Sims, thanks for stopping by. You know, if there's more to talk about with buffets, we'll talk about it next time. During these difficult times for the travel industry, Cruise Radio stands behind the men and women who work so hard to bring our vacation dreams to life. From the captains and crew to travel agents, tour operators, vendors, and port employees, we offer a sincere thank you on behalf of the thousands of guests whose lives you impact each and every day. 